sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Sean Sides. And that's Tom Sides. How you doing, Thomas? Um... I'm fucking miserable right now. I'm not going to lie to you, Sean. Um, so Miserable. Well, fucking yesterday was supposed to be the me doing the one chip challenge and showing it to everybody, going on Instagram Live. We've been hyping it up for like a month now, and it didn't fucking happen. Like, like I ate the chip, but like the guy who I asked kindly to record it <laughs> forgot to hit the record button. So he's sitting there holding the phone going like yeah man you're good i i see it like you're good to go and i go through like a five minute speech of just like like thank you everyone for like following the podcast following us following us along this journey and like here's your payoff i'm gonna eat this chip and then fucking midway through like after the eat the chip and i'm going through like the pain i'm feeling he goes i don't think i'm recording so I just want to publicly shame Alberto for ruining this for me, because <laughs> uh, like I'm I'm a, like I'm I'm like pissed, but like now we got this hilarious story of like look at all this hype of Tom was gonna eat the chip and then it doesn't fucking work the way I wanted it to. I think that's part of being over thirty. Technology is not as easy to us as it used to be, and when your friends are over thirty two, like they think they're doing something right with technology, but they're really not. Don't give so him it's... excuses. Like it's hitting the record <laughs> button. It's one of the easiest fucking things to do. Like my 87 year old father could have figured it out. When you get excited and you get hyped though, and you're having a few beers with your buds and then something fun's about to happen. Shit happens. I'm not going to blame Alberto too much, but oh, I totally it is what it is. It happens like, like an hour and a half, like three hours of just like, Man, can you at least take me out to dinner before you just fuck me like that? God <laughs> damn it, Alberto. Like it's I just... received a lot of hate mail already about the incident from oh, people. Really? I was like, I wasn't expecting a, such a backlash. They oh. were like, there's no fucking way he ate. I defended your name. I'm like, I'm sure he actually ate it. The oh. crumb, like the speculation of there being a crumb left over and how does that happen and all this stuff. But I was like, guys, yeah. if Tom said he ate it, he ate it. He's not a liar. I know this about him very well. So if he says he ate it, he ate it. I don't think that there's a need for a redo because uh, you, did gonna, you said you were going to do. And it's I'll not an it. easy thing to acquire. I'll, well, that's the thing that threw me off. Like as soon as like this, like this whole thing, like went to shit, went online to see how much it would cost. And like one yeah. chip is going for like 140 bucks now. now. Yeah, they're pricey. Alberto said he'll pay for one and he saw some on <laughs> eBay and all that stuff. But like, like, Let's put like I'll see what happens in the future because like I, I can't think... believe like how shitty that was. Like I am so sorry to all of our listeners because I am a man of my word. I ate the chip. I thought it was live. I didn't have the phone on me. I gave it to somebody else and I asked the wrong person. I fucked up. I trusted them. I'm so sorry, guys. We all have those friends that we think we can count on. We think we can rely on. And it turns out they're, they don't have our back and they aren't looking out for us. And well, you know, that's just life sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Alberto. That was a low shot. Oh no, he can fucking take it. He deserves to be shit on a little bit. Um, <laughs> I gotta tell you though, like I did do the chip. Um, weirdly tolerable. Um, like it was hot and my nose was running and I got the sweats and all that stuff. But like, 
Wait, yeah, I think s- we fucked up there from the get-go too, because like you ate the 2018 version. So it was okay. three years old. When we ate it, it was like brand new. So I think okay. if you were ever gonna eat it, it would be better to have the like legit version because it gets like stale and loses some of the spice oh, I've heard. That was a hundred percent a thing. Like that chip was so stale when I ate yeah. it. Like there was no like so it's botched from the get-go, but <laughs> okay. it is what it is. So if Packy comes out with a name, uh, like a new one, like we'll yeah. we'll put it in an order right away, and we'll do like a like I'll even fly out to Edmonton. We'll do it together. <laughs> or I'll, I'll do it, and you can watch because you had a lot more painful experience. Like I got the meat sweats, but like I was fine. Like after one glass of milk, and I just went back to having dinner with my friends. Yeah, just- it's one of those things. I don't know. It's tough. I think next time, no performance enhancers would be a good one too. Okay, but if I wasn't performance enhancing, I was having a couple casual beers while I was mustering the strength to do this. Yeah, it took the. Edge I think off. it's better to like because we did it like early. I think it was like eleven in the morning, and it was like fresh. We hadn't eaten anything. We weren't like after a big meal having a few beers with buds. It was it was sober as a whistle, and I think that that's the way to do it to get the full effect. But hey, to each their own. I didn't place down strict rules on you because you were being volunteering to do it. So. I'm not going to hold that against you. I, like I said, I, I feel like, like you, you, ate, you ate it, so that's good. I mean, there's no actual evidence of you eating it, which is fine, because I trust you, like I said. Oh, but it, That bothers me so much that there's no, like... And I, a like, piece of chip that was left over, apparently, yeah, too. That's weird. It broke whatever, off in the but, packaging. Like, I just pulled it yeah. out, ate it, and found it afterwards when I found the packaging. Huh. Yeah, it's all very suspect, but it, but I believe in you, so I'm yeah. sure that it actually happened. Yeah, you seem like you're on my side, but also more not on my side, Sean. It's a little bit... Uh... It's a weird tone thing I have. It's hard to, like, tell yeah. exactly which side of the spectrum I'm falling on yeah. there. Yeah, I like, and I got, like, a blast of shit from, like, a bunch of people, and rightfully so. Like, honestly, like, that sucks. Like, but <laughs> there is no one who is more upset about it than me. I'm so sorry to everybody. But to be honest, it was a free thing. All you had to do was follow our page. Like, I mean. No one paid to see it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you didn't get, like, you re- literally got your money's worth. That's a cop out. Our poor followers are like, <laughs> I followed you. I had to look you up on my phone and click follow. Do you know how hard that was? <laughs> it was like five seconds of my time. I will never get back. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, it was just like, uh, it was just brutal. I mean, and then like, just, and then it didn't even get saved to Instagram after. So it was just like a one and done. You either watched it or you didn't. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just so fucking bummed about this whole ordeal. Like I, I'm genuinely sad. Next time, next time we'll do better. Oh, fuck. Hey, when we're learning. It? We've said this right from the fucking get go. We're a couple of morons. We're trying to make this shit figure it out as we fucking go yeah this isn't easy shit to figure out i mean i'm talking shit about how you didn't record a video and how we don't really know what really happened but i mean if it was if the sides of spectrum were switched and it was on me do i know how to fucking go live do i know how to record do i have like someone reliable that i could fucking press record on a button for me i don't know i don't know tom yeah it's hard to say yeah it's a brutal fucking thing and then like like there's probably other things to do, but like I know, I know the moment I put down the gauntlet about like, all right, we'll do this for, for followers or something like that again. Everyone's gonna be like, nah, you promised to ship <laughs> and you didn't do it. So, <laughs> kindly go fuck yourselves. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh no like so like my sincerest apologies we're looking into getting a, another chip and like i'll do it again i honestly feel really confident about doing it like i called you like right after the recording and like you can tell that i like i was like a little bit heated yeah like in both like temperament and from the chip like mm-hmm. i was yeah it was brutal the things we do for love it happens sometimes <laughs> yeah, for the love of the podcast and the followers you know what you're all fucking great for following us along on this and i'm sorry that the payoff was not as good uh it's completely alberto's fault i'm pretty sure i'm going to be naming this week's podcast god damn it alberto but um it's a pretty good uh pretty good thing yeah so yeah i woke up this morning and i was like fucking alberto yeah what a fucking asshole where tom it's... find this fucking guy god damn it alberto it's i hate it fun. when you go to an alberto store and you think you like picked out a nice Alberto and then you get home and you find out that you, the Alberto you picked out from the Alberto store. The can't goddamn press lemon. Yeah, it's a lemon. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, no, it's a real disappointment, real kick in the gooch. But hey, um, it is the way it is, man. I can't begin to tell the fans how sorry I am that this happened, but like it happened. Um, but see me like in this situation with a friend named Alberto, I think I would take the Berto away. I would just call him Al for a yeah. while until he redeemed it. Like, no more Birdo for you or just Birdo and no I think Al. That's where they get their power from is like, I don't know. Birdo. I just think that you should be punished with a part of your name. Uh, like, well, he said again, he said he'd buy chips and then he said he'd buy two. So he'd do it with me. So he'll take well, on the brunt. So this is a thing he said. Um, yeah. I have my buddy Morgan. He's going to hound him on it. I'm going to hound him on it. And like, I hope he uh, I hope he uh, rides the occasion, man, because like you can still get some on eBay. But if like if Packy is going to release a, a, like a yearly chip, then like I'm super down to just go and get a brand new one. And I kind of want to do it again with Uncle John, like to see like who can outlast who in a like a, a game of stubbornness. I think yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, it, so. it's nice, like having a time to know where you have to get to in a competition yeah it's nice to know nice to know a time slot for sure yeah but i did like over four and a half minutes of just like waiting to drink the milk like i poured it going like this is gonna take like my hands like i was so hot and like i couldn't even like open the carton of milk i had to like give it to somebody else to do for me like it was just like in that moment like you couldn't do normal human things and then like i don't know i had another buddy that filmed we only filmed like the first part of me just like talking and saying that no one got the actual chip eating. And that's what makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But that's life. What yeah. do you do? What do well, you do, sir? Well, you know, it's messed- carry on. You know, it's messed up. What? It's fucking like the start of August at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. And like summer's slipping here pretty fast. Yeah. You having a good summer? Dude, I'm having like the best summer to be honest with you. I yeah. got my buddy's boat. He bought a brand new boat. And I love being the buddy of the guy that has a boat. It's the best move. So all you gotta do is pay for a case of beer. You, know, you don't <laughs> have to worry about insurance. You don't have to worry about uh you don't have to worry about gas. You don't have to worry about any of that fun stuff, all the technicalities. You just go, what kind of beer do you like? I will get that. And then you go out and you have a fucking time. He even let me drive the new boat. Like I was just gunning it. I, I posted a picture on my personal account of me just full tilt. 
I like it was like a Instagram, not an Instagram live. It was like a live photo that you can do with the iPhones. So like yeah. it, the picture looks like I'm fucking miserable while driving. But the thing is like, we're going so fast. So I had my serious face on. Of course, of course. But if you hold down the actual picture of the Instagram, uh, sorry, of the, of the live photo, you just see the biggest smile on my face. And then I get serious because I'm driving. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, honestly it was the best. We went fishing. Um, and then I also learned like there's a uh, there's a protocol or like rules of the water kind of thing that I didn't know about. So um, we were there with my buddy's dad and like we saw one fishing boat in a little while. We saw another fishing yeah. boat. So we went in line with them. So we stayed in the same area. But like we kept our distance and he's like yelling at us saying like, how about some common courtesy? And like so what we thought he meant was go a little further down. You're too close to like where I'm at which we respected like we went our bad man we'll just go down a little bit more but that's not what he meant he meant go all the way behind him like he he thought we cut him off and he was like tearing into us he came by and just started yelling at us and we went to go gas up at the local marina and just like told anyone in earshot like that we were we cut him off and all that because we caught one fish like my buddy's dad caught a, like a small like three pound bass uh um, yeah and then like that just like if he if we didn't catch anything i don't think he would have been as pissed off but fuck was he mad and so like he saw us there so he just like over like said it even louder so we could all hear it and then we're just like all right buddy just carry on <laughs> like my buddy Zach awesome. has a, my buddy Zach has a bit of a temper so he was ready to yeah. just like pounce on them the guy was an old man but like you know what like my buddy was just like he doesn't stand for that kind of stuff but like you know we calmed him down and then like i just went home afterwards but holy fuck like it's fishing relax man yeah yeah some people take that shit too seriously and also like i don't know there's no manual on a lake saying like you have selected squadron 343 you must not like get the fuck out of here you can fish wherever the fuck you want yeah there's no laws again i know it's like an unwritten thing with some guys but it's like i don't know where, where's show me the written law bud and like for him to take such offense to it is pretty ridiculous yeah and i'm not but a it's fisherman. funny sorry i'm not i'm not a fisherman and so like we're going into this just like all this like had he just like not shouted at us and just communicated and just be like common courtesy like this is just like like you need someone to show you like all those like there's like bar rules that yeah. like, aren't at the bar but everyone kind of knows as a patron you got to do things this way or like For sure. there's like these unwritten rules that everyone kind of knows, but it, you have to be taught them. This yeah, is one of those yeah, times where we you're were not taught, taught them. Yeah, this is one like you don't get this when you go get your fishing license. You just go like one fishing license, please. And like that would be this much money. You go, okay, thank you. And that's it. It's funny, like what you're saying about the guy being like a super dick and you're like almost standoffish. Yeah. But that's like a fight you can never win. If you fight an old person, you, you can't win that fight. Either I, A they beat the shit out of you or B you beat the shit out of them and you just beat up an old person. So there's like no winning. There's no winning in that situation at all. I actually have a story about this. If, if you want me to indulge you. Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) let's hear it. Okay. So about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I worked security for uh, concert venues in Montreal. And this was the last year of uh, Vans Warped Tour. So they did Warped Tour in Montreal. And where they do it is where they have the Grand Prix weekend, but not on like not outside the racetrack, on the inside of the racetrack. 
So it's like the little island outside the racetrack. So in order to get to the venue, you had to go up these stairs and so over the racetrack and down and then away you go. And this was at the end of Warped Tour. Everyone was taken down um, like the stages and stuff. So like you get like the forklifts going everywhere and these like all the bobcats and all the stuff like people are working. So we closed down all the uh, like a bunch of the security guards were like done. But like they had one uh, for every exit. The rules were simple. No one comes in unless they have a badge like a police badge or a pass. Yeah, fair enough. So the where the Grand Prix is, the where the racetrack is, is really close to the Montreal Casino. So this yeah. really old couple comes to my exit. Oh, I have to keep this uh, other thing in mind because it was like the last hour of the shift. They took away our walkie talkies because they didn't think we would <laughs> need them. So this makes it like this is where my story gets a little bit complicated. So I don't have a radio anymore, and there's a really old couple. I want to say 70 plus could it be like they weren't young. They come to my exit and this was all in French. So I'm going to tell you in English, but it was all in French that I had to do this. And they're going like, can we cut through? And I went, "Uh, no, unfortunately, they're taking down stages. There's a lot of machines going through. You're going to have to go around. Sorry for the inconvenience. I was being really nice about it. The man immediately understood started walking up the stairs again like he and then his wife was just like nah not on my watch um my husband has a heart problem and he can't walk the whole distance and like and i went like listen i am sorry there is nothing i can do there's machines going on like this is this is like my job right now i cannot let you in yeah and she starts like yelling at me like we came in through before and i went like I don't want to call you a liar, but you needed a ticket to get in before. I don't think that you did. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think you're a little bit lost. I think you're mistaken. <laughs> oh, and like all this stuff. And then she, this just made her more mad. So what happened was, uh, you, you know, those like fences that they put up temporarily, there's like a little peg and then you can yeah. place the pe- uh, fence on top. So it was like one of those that was between us. And she starts like shaking the fence, like, let me through, like really carrying out. Like she was fucking furious. And um, and so I like grabbed the fence and then she's just like, you hit me. I'm like, no, I grabbed the fence. <laughs> There's like I there was a fence between us like, no. And then these garbage, these guys that are doing work, I go like, listen, um, I don't have a radio anymore. Can you find my boss? He's a big, uh, uh, he's a big guy with dreads and he's a black guy. You can't miss him. Uh, you, like you got to find him. And then they go ahead and bring the wrong guy. Oh, Jesus. So that whole process of going to go get the wrong person took about 10 minutes. By minute seven, she starts getting fucking pissed again. And she's just like, like, I went, listen, I'm getting somebody. We're going to figure this all out. Just relax. And she starts shaking the fence, shaking the fence. And I grab it again. But that causes the fence to kind of open up a bit, like a like a little bit of triangle, cre- creating like a hole to the left that like a person can go through. Yeah. She tells her husband to go for it. Oh, Jesus. She swings her purse over the fence, hitting me in the head. He goes through and I step in front of him. <laughs> he tries to tackle me. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever been aggressively hugged by like a five-year-old child. I have yes yeah like 
it felt like that. So like I wasn't moving and he just has his arms around me. She comes around, punches me in the face. And I'm just like, like I put my hands up to show that I'm not attacking an old person because that's how Tommy goes to jail. Like, I don't want to like, like no job is worth like murdering people. Although like I kind of came close and then like, it occurs to her again that her husband has a fucking heart problem. So she's like, your heart, your heart. And they sit on the side. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> they go, the, the wrong guy comes and he knows who the boss is. So he, they go and get him. So finally the boss comes, he shows up in his golf cart and they, he doesn't even talk to me, he talks to them. And then they drive off all together in this golf cart. And he comes back and he says to me, so they're not going to press charges. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you not see where they were? Like, do you think I let them in and attacked them? Is that what you think happened? Is that what like they told you? You they're like, listen, like, are you hurt? I'm like, no, I'm pissed. They go, all right, yeah. Like, you got like 20 minutes left on your shift. You just like chill out and go home after that. I'm like, so nothing's just gonna happen about here. Like, I should fucking place assault charges on these fucking people. Are you kidding me? And he's just like, listen, man, it's the end of the night. Like no one cares that this (laughs) happened like that was the most dumbfounding thing that happened to (laughs) and like oh i cannot believe like to this day like i still can't believe this happened and then like i just went home and told everyone i knew about how this happened to me (laughs) you gotta love it when things escalate out of nowhere like that and you're like what in the shit is happening right now and how did this get to here (laughs) The, the worst fucking thing is that like the time that all of this took they probably could have gotten to to their car. Yeah, that's insane when you run into a Karen in life and these kind of things happen. But it's just crazy when you see how things spiral out of control. It's insane, but fun to watch when you look back and you have a good t- story to tell, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, but what a crazy thing to want to throw down over. Like, no, nah, yeah. we want a shortcut. Fuck you, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially with like an older couple like that too, you're like, "Is this how you've lived your whole life?" You you have to imagine, like, like where else would they have like done this kind of stunt before? Like, I don't think I was being unreasonable. Like, like they saw the machines that were going on here. Like, it's not like I was lying. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it was clearly dangerous for them to be like just being a couple of old people walking through the stage takedown area. It always annoys me when people think their shit's more important than like the world and the way the world works. And they try to go against the way the world works and then they still kind of get by with it. Like they got a golf cart ride out of there. And so they kind of got their way, which means obviously they haven't learned that lesson in life. I get that. Like with certain things I see, like you just assume by people when they're a certain age that they know better and that they've learned the lessons that life has to teach but I saw like I worked with some guy like a pretty big crew at one point in my career and some shit started going missing. And it turns out that it was an older guy doing it. He was like 55 years old. And what he did was he went into our lunchroom and stole someone's lunch pail and took their phone and threw their lunch in the garbage and took the phone. But we had cameras. Okay. So we caught it all on film and it was like, they had to sit down with him and be like, Hey buddy, like we know what you did give us back the phone and either way you're fired. And he's like, I didn't take nothing. This is bullshit. I'm not losing my job over this. They're like, buddy, like fess up. 
we know what you did. Just give us back the phone. The guy wants his phone back. And he again fought like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. You got the wrong guy. They press play on the video. And he's like, oh, I got to go to my truck and get the phone. And he came back, gave the phone back. And you're like, man, you're like fucking almost 60 years old. And you're still like thieving. Not not from like a corporation or like some huge conglomerate. You're stealing from like a coworker who's there trying to earn a fucking wage next to you. Yeah. And you're like thinking that you're not going to get fucking pinched. Right? Like, I, it just shocks me when you meet people like that at that age that still haven't learned the lessons of life. That there's certain things you just don't fucking do, right? Well, those people that like, like the things just like always worked out in their favor, right? So they never had to learn that lesson, right? Yeah. They never so, got caught red-handed or never got like told no yeah. in their life. And it's like, man, that's fucked up. Oh. That's not my life. I've been told no lots. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nine times a day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Um, I have this little funny tidbit of a story i want to tell you so you know how last week we were talking about like how i don't do online dating because like that's just not how you meet people yeah how you prefer not to meet people yes yeah (laughs) well i have uh like in the funniest form of like irony um on tuesday my buddy brandon has this like uh post a food account if you don't follow it uh on instagram is uh at big steaks big dot steaks and he just posts pictures of food. And ever since he started this account, I have commented big stakes on literally every post. I've never yeah. missed a day. And on this particular, on Tuesday, he posted one of literal big stakes. And then this girl comments on it saying like, I came here to comment this, but you beat me to it. I'm like, yeah, I'm committed. And I look at her profile and like, she's like, this like really inspirational person. She like, you know, uh, she did this huge like weight loss and she's uh, showing her story of like, like, like the, the struggles and like the overcoming she's done. And like this, like, it was really cool, the stuff that she was doing. And so like, I, for the first time in my life, I slid into her DMS. You can give it a little message and just, but it was like a nice one. It was just like, Hey, like I saw your page. I gotta say like, like this is awesome what you're doing like you're like yeah. actually like an inspiration this is like really cool stuff and then she was very nice back and then she started following me in the podcast and like we got to talking and um next thing i know we're going on a date on thursday last like this past thursday nice and she's fucking cool man like like we were debating like over like the mcu like she has some really strong opinions that like I don't agree with but fuck I respect like like she's like opening my eyes to like things like I don't like I don't see and she has this like writer perspective and I just have like this fanboy perspective and it, it was very nice. interesting like the conversation was flowing like like we were just beat for beat it was like a really nice time so what we did was uh we met up at this like provincial park she made this like dope ass uh picnic like this like this basil chicken with this nice like tomato and uh wow uh, onion salad and like so various olives and like uh pepperoni or uh, like it was just like nice like this nice little we got talking and like i brought wine and then uh we watched stand by me together so to answer like last week's recommends we watched stand by me and fuck man i had a really nice time and i i just it, it was like the perfect fashion of me just going like bashing online dating to like just 
strolling around through like Instagram and boom, <laughs> I meet like this really cool person. So let me ask you then to throw some questions back at you after your comments last week. Uh, so your your meetup story, like you're meeting at the provincial park, was it like? Yeah. Does that diminish that meetup because you talked online first? Uh, you know what? Do you I still don't... have a first meeting story? Is what I'm asking. Do you still well, have a first time you met story, well, or is I, it like just shit now because you met online? No, no, no. I I like this story. <laughs> I, I I do, but I like it's not like the online dating thing. Like to be fair, the online dating thing is a lot like what I like most is like this wasn't seeked out. Like, it's not like, like, I just, it was like a nice little like meet cute kind of thing. You still where, get a first story though. Yeah. You know, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. through online dating, whether you meet, whether you're creeping on some girl in the DMS or whether you're yeah. messaging people like for the purpose of online dating, either way it ends up, you end up with a nice story if you get to meet them and, it, and it's mutual. Yeah. For the record, I don't like your use of creeping on, uh, creeping in their dms i was a very nice guy i was not like very rude or anything like that i resent that remark but no, no it's like, not I, creeping it's just the idea yeah. of messaging a girl into her dms yeah but I, like, it worked out it's good it obviously out. i'm yeah. not shitting on your story it's nice it's a wicked story i'm happy that you got to have that experience it's yeah. just funny when life throws those balls at you when you you say one thing a week before and then you're like oh shit oh Sean, i did it meet was someone literally it was literally the day after the podcast was released. So like, <laughs> like, so, so the, I put this out there of like, I bash online dating. Cause I don't like, I really, I still stand by what I said though. Like, I don't agree with how, like, I don't know. Like I, I don't, it's not for like, you. Yeah. I just yeah. don't like that. But I really like how this story unfolded of just like, you take a shot and then something happens. And like, I'm seeing her again on uh, Monday, we're going to go to dinner and stuff. And that's going to nice. be nice. But like this is like it was the greatest form of just oh uh, yeah thomas that's what goes around this right here is what comes around so yeah. like it's like i'm happy at the same time like i'm wrong you know what i mean yeah like, for sure well and that's what life's all about is being yeah. like open to whatever comes that comes your way right yeah and it was just like it, it was like an like it was just a random happenstance and my buddy brandon doesn't post a picture of two big stakes like i don't meet this person like, yeah, and, and like, and I love that about like it's very kismet, it's very nice. Like, like we hit it off immediately. She like we dropped like references here and there, and like, like we just got them all, and then it it was I don't I don't know, man. Like it was really really cool. Like I'm not one to like spout on fate because I don't like the idea that I'm not control of my own actions, but fuck like some things had to line up for just this random happenstance, and like that's just really cool. You gotta love it when you look at your life and the you know where we're at up to now and what brought us to where we are and how that is all it is is just chance and fate like whether it's fate or whatever like predetermined i don't know about all that bullshit but it's funny when things just happen or like a, a spark that lights a fire you know it's just yeah. crazy how life works that way yeah and like, she was really cool like i asked her if i can talk about it on the podcast and stuff and she was really like awesome about like no no i'm for it i can't wait to hear your thoughts on this whole like ordeal and it's just yeah man i gotta say it was just it was a nice time it was nice to get out like i haven't gone on a date in like over a year now and just to like go out and socialize uh like that it was just really nice yeah post-pandemic dating must be an interesting thing for a lot of people of just like 
Hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like to like, and it was like a cute date too. Like, we, like we were sitting like by the water and had like a nice picnic, and then like as it got darker, we put on the movie, and like she's a huge Stand By Me fan, so it was like watching it with like the perfect person. To, Cause she was like, yeah. oh, this part's exciting. Like, the, oh, this is my favorite part. And like, she had like seven That's favorite funny. parts of the movie. It's a good movie. Well, yeah. what did you think? I guess, what did you think now that you've seen it? Obviously you watched it with a fan of it. So now, and oh. the excitement of meeting a new person, but like, what did you think of it? I thought it was a cool movie. Like, I like those coming of age tales. Like those, like, yeah, like this was, it was worth a watch. Hey, it, it was definitely worth a watch. Like, and it um, holds up too. like, it's not a shit. Like it's not a kid's movie where you're like, I can't watch it if I'm not a kid. Well, I don't have that uh already. Like I don't feel that way about certain movies because I, I can revert back to like how I feel like when I was a kid. Like those those, those things right. of just like like just remembering. And what it did do for me is like it made me miss the days of just like just going out on my bike, no cell phone, and parents just like just be home for supper. Like I yeah, like I think we're like my generation or maybe a few like maybe a few years younger than me, like missed out on that like the idea of just like we're out like we're out of the house and it's a gamble if we come home like it's like you know Pretty what much. i mean like yeah the world's our oyster because yeah. it's summertime parents are out whatever we get up at seven in the morning we're out and out by eight and we yeah. come home at dinner time yeah and life was free and it was simple you know like it was just a good time oh all you had was hangout spots like you didn't like do anything or nothing costs money it was just like you want to meet here and we'll just like hang out and then we'll just go over here and then we'll go over here and like i miss those days man like it's hard to sure. it's a weird thing to get back like m- my version of like hanging out nowadays is just like all right so we're gonna go to dinner here or we're gonna go meet for drinks over here or we're uh yeah. going to this event like i like anything that i want to do that w- with my friends is like a 50 dollar ordeal minimum like yeah that can be tough yeah it's either like a case of beer or like you know a bottle of something followed by all right well you want to do this you want to go splitsies on a pizza or you want to go over like that like made me so nostalgic for that and that's why i really liked about the date too because the date made me feel like the the simpler times of the movie like it was just a simple picnic like she honestly i'll say it again like she prepared this awesome meal and uh, I brought some white wine and we shot the shit. It was just really nice. It was so nice. And I haven't been on a date like that in a really long time where it was just like, we should go out sometime. And we actually do like most of like my, my relationships were just like stumbling into a relationship. You know what I mean? Like we're hanging out. We yeah. might as well be dating now. You're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I like the spontaneousness of like connecting with a new human that you're not friends with first. Yeah, that your intention is to date. You know what I mean? That's like kind of fun too. Like a hundred percent, just getting to know people and like, like the way she lives her life right now is like, you know, she 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 accomplished this amazing thing of like uh, losing weight and all this stuff, and she looks phenomenal. That's inspiring. It's very inspiring, and she's active now. Like she was like, I know that I had my boat weekend, but she was out paddling. She has this like inflatable. Uh, kayak and i like i can't wait to go on that like that's going to be fun um like this this whole thing has just been like an unreal time and like the adventures of like maybe going hiking like i don't know like i'm i'm very excited about the potential i also don't want to get too ahead of myself because it's all like brand new to me right now 
very fun when you get to experience new things when people bring things to your table right like that new shit that you haven't experienced before it's awesome to get to see a different flavor of life right through another person yeah no exactly uh so i'm very i'm just excited about the new potential um we talked a lot about my week how was your week what's going on it was really good man like Obviously, we recorded last week's podcast a bit early, so we had a little bit of a gap again from the time that we were recording, but I guess I'll start back with like a couple Fridays ago. I had a date with my best friend. We decided to do bros night, just the two of us, because post-pandemic, we can go out for dinner, and we ended up going out to the casino, but so we he comes over. We're getting ready, basically, to take off. I had a few things I had to finish up around the house. And uh, one of our buddies stopped by just for a quick, he was in the neighborhood. So we stopped by for a few seconds and we had like maybe a 20 minute conversation with him about five minutes into the conversation. He was like, yo, what the fuck? You guys are twins. And we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We looked down and we're both wearing the same colored shoes. He's wearing gray pants. I'm wearing gray shorts. We're both wearing a green shirt. And I'm like, thank fucking Christ. He brought this up because we're about to go out to dinner together <laughs> and then out <laughs> for a night. <laughs> so we we came so close to being the couple that wears the matching outfit out and without even realizing it. <laughs> that has happened to me on so many occasions. I, re- I remember when I uh, first landed in, uh, in Edmonton, when I first moved in, I, I flew in and my buddy Josh picked me up. And I was wearing like a black t-shirt jeans and a Toronto Blue Jays hat and like just like black shoes, like nothing crazy. When he picks me up and he's wearing a black t-shirt yeah. jeans and a Toronto Blue Jays hat. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot to like me and Kieran because we'll go to like all the same cons and all the same events a lot of times. So we end up with the exact same t-shirts. So it happens to us very often where we'll go out places and we'll be wearing the exact same fucking shirt, which drives our fiancés absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. So I remember one time in particular, they both went out and bought us a new plaid shirt so that we could go to an event and we both look nice and all this shit. They bought us like the exact same fucking plaid shirt. <laughs> we showed up to the dinner matching and there was another guy there wearing the exact same shirt as well. You so the three they of us got together a little that bit night and were the oh man it was great we were the tablecloth posse that night because we our shirts look like tablecloths we realized it was yeah. great oh, yeah it's funny when that kind of shit happens anyway so back to the night out and once we realized we were twinsies i went and changed i was like this ain't fucking happening yeah we went out to like west ed and got to go to down bourbon street had some fucking burgers that were sh- fucking kick-ass yeah and then went to the casino, gambled a little bit. It was pretty chill, pretty cool to go out to like the mall. It was weird being in West Egg because it's like fucking packed and just completely back to normal. Like the pandemic never existed, which is insane. It's the Alberta way. It is. Yeah, it was back to normal, buddy. It was crazy. Yeah, so that was fun. And then the next night, me and Crystal, Crystal had been at the lake. So she came home Saturday afternoon. And we kind of spent the afternoon. We're planning like a chill evening. We were going to watch a couple movies. We were sitting outside having a smoke and she was looking on her phone and was like, oh, the River Creek Casino has like an outdoor market that's uh, in the evening tonight, like till 11 p.m. or whatever. So we ended up getting our shit together, going to the casino parking lots because there was like 70 vendors and, you know, probably 20 food trucks and all kinds of shit. So we were out out in the sun, chilling, got some food truck food. It was fucking awesome to just be out like huge crowds of people. Like you get like that almost feeling of like, 
getting used to the pandemic and not being close to people and at all. And then all of a sudden it's just like open and there's humans everywhere. And you're like, Holy shit. Don't you find that people are going back to being close? Like I was at the grocery store the other day and like someone was like directly behind me and I'm just like, have you learned nothing from this whole thing? Can you just talk <laughs> off a little bit? Like you don't have to be six feet. That's fine. But give me like two, three yeah. feet. Oh, you're a hundred percent right. It's you even in like lineups. a small child's distance. Like a, yeah. That's gone. We're back to like the old ways. Oh. Um, so yeah, fast forward to this weekend and we ended up going to, there's like a, not Klondike days, but some kind of fair in Edmonton right now at the expo center. Okay. And so we, it was like the Calgary midway. I think it's run, but anyways, we ended up going to that and it was like a quarter of the size of K days. Like they still had all the rides and shit and mm-hmm. some games to play and some food, but we, <laughs> we decided we want a corn dog. When we went in, we spent because there wasn't as many food vendors, we spent like an hour waiting for the corn dog and the lemonade. We get close to the front. We're like maybe like three people ahead of us. And the woman that was at the till at the lineup fainted. Oh, shit. She, she hit the ground like a sack of potatoes because she'd been standing in the line in direct sunlight for over an hour and didn't have any water. And I'm assuming she was like at the at the fair all day. She was with a couple of people and they were like, oh, my God, like call, call someone. And there's like zero security zero workers anywhere in sight like i was looking around trying to find a security guard within like i shot zero so she kind of comes to and they give her her lemonade and she sits back up so it was like a whole other delay added to the lineup in the end she was 100 percent fine like we, we saw her around that for the rest of the night but uh just a crazy like lineup fucking waiting experience to start the night finally got our shit corn dog damn good lemonade was like the shittiest fucking lemonade i've ever had in my life and it was like nine dollars for a fucking lemonade and you're like how do you fuck up lemonade like it was just a gong show of fucking time but the good news is it was like beautiful and the sun was bearing down on us so at least we got some sunlight you gotta stay hydrated yeah exactly then we walked around the it was just fun being in crowds of people you know like people watching i don't know if that's something you do when you're like sitting at a restaurant or just out like watching people was fun man dude that was one of the best parts about working at the airport because like you'd have like these moments in between flights where you can just wander around the airport and like every day there's somebody new that you just and you just kind of like watch and like what's this guy up to like what's going on here there's always something there's always something going on i love it i like painting that story in your head of what they're doing and who they are (laughs) creating your own backstory for people like where's this guy coming from where's he going like this like the cotton eye joe where does he come from where does it go like yeah what's in the bag (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's fun doing that like one thing i noticed which i thought was kind of cool is the 90s was like 30 years ago so if you grew up in the 90s to us it was the 60s that we looked at that generation of cool and like that was like the allure right and now it's becoming the 90s so one thing i noticed whilst watching people all the kids that are like i want to say 16 to 22 they're all fucking wearing cool ass shirts cool ass shirts from the 90s like sublime t-shirts and like video game t-shirts and i was just like it was cool to see that because that's what's like in style at the moment people Mm -hmm. like reliving what the 90s must have been like and i'm like man, you guys got some sick ass shirts. Like where are you getting yeah. these shirts from? I want some of these shirts. It's like the guys in our generation that rock like a Led Zeppelin shirt. Yeah. It's the pop culture of like my day now becoming relevant to kids. Cause they're like, 
that was cool that's cool like all the like influential things from back in the day it's funny to like see it come back full circle and it must have been funny for the people that lived the 60s to see like everyone in the 90s being like the 60s must have been so fucking cool like i can't wait for they're gonna obviously start making movies set in the 90s and i'm excited to see what those movies look like yeah i mean that it's already kind of happened like a bunch of times like like obviously like captain marvel but i feel like like they they recently did like a sequel to Days and Confused, and off the top of my head, I can't remember, but I think it was like set in the '80s or early '90s, and it was just like, like yeah. So I think if you like, I I don't know if it made it to theaters or not, but like there's things like that, and like Days and Confused is like obviously one of my favorite movies because it, it it's like a glimpse into it's like going in a time machine, yeah. it's like a glimpse of like For what sure. life could have been like in the what was it like 1973? It takes place, I think. Yeah, something like that. Early 70s. It was definitely a cool like glimpse into that. And that's what I'm excited for, too. Like when they make a really good 90s glimpse. Yeah. Or then you can. Yeah. Like, I I just I I love that shit. And or like it's when people like watch Freaks and Geeks today, like you go for those like nine episodes and like you just get a taste of like what another good one for that. I don't know if you've watched the Goldbergs, like it gives a really good look at like kids in the 80s. Yeah, I love that shit. Like like the He-Man and like just the way that what they're collecting. I was like, man, that's like some of my shit there. Like I remember Jen being like the older sister in that show and being like, like, it's just a cool little like I like that kind of thing. Glimpses and into the way things were. Um, Speaking of He-Man, have you tried the Masters of the Universe Revelation yet? No, I'm actually in like a no TV time right now, part of summer where I'm okay. disconnected. No, I, but I will at some point. You enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. Now yeah. you're a purist. So I'm worried. I'm not a purist. No, no, I'm, I'm worried open about anything. how you're going to take this series. I don't want to spoil yeah. anything, but I'm, no. I, it goes, it takes a left turn in a way that I didn't see coming. And I got to say, I'm having fun with this. Like the the voice cool. actors are great. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Um, that guy from the State Farm commercials doing like a voice. Like you know State Farm. Like that guy. He was also in like huh. an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I can't remember the actor's name, but uh, anyway, like I had fun. Like five episodes were released. Kevin Smith is involved, so already I'm a fan. But I enjoyed huh. it. I think that you're gonna like it. That's what I did this morning while I was waiting for you to wake up is uh nice. just watch five episodes of uh masters of the universe yeah it's it's interesting like discovering things like that i i've always been the type of person who i try not to have big expectations when i go to watch something mm-hmm. i don't have a preset thing in my head as to what it should look like because i don't want to be disappointed like yeah. i i don't want to overhype anything and i try not to overhype things to people too much because i don't want to ruin it for them if you're telling someone it's going to be the best fucking thing you've ever seen in your whole life and then it, you're building up too high of an expectation so i always try to like it's the same thing with the star wars new star wars movies i didn't go in expecting or wanting what i was going to be shown i just went in with like a oh, i'm get to go watch a fun movie and see yeah. what happens right i try yeah. to like have that perspective when i watch new things so i don't like get butt hurt i love it with star trek because every generation like when the next generation came out there was so much fucking backlash you can't replace captain Kirk. you can't fucking do you can't make a show like this and and then the people that love tng loved it loved it yeah and then those people when enterprise came out were like you can't do a show like this you can't do a prequel everything looks like the technology doesn't look and then the next generation of people when discovery came out 
the Klingons don't look right. You can't do it like I was never one of those people. I just I'm along for the ride. You tell the story. If I if it's a good story, I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna enjoy it because I don't go in with expectations or like prerequisites on how things have to look. That was my understanding that the big problem with Enterprise was it was it was not that great of a story. Yeah, like, that's I, total bullshit. When you go back and watch it, it's fucking yeah. awesome. It's some of yeah. the best Star Trek, like seasons three and four, and even like a few episodes from season two. It's like so good. Well, that's awesome, man. Like, like I I don't get why people's immediate reaction to things. It's just like this fucking sucks, and like because you want what you used to have but like we took that we took that idea and we improved on it like i don't understand why that's an issue like why not just like hey yeah we're playing with these toys but we're going in this direction with it like and i'm yeah i'm all for that like 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 you take the chris nolan batman trilogy people should have disliked those more than they did because that's not like it's not comic book to page. Like they, what they did is they took the yeah. Batman story and they're like, well, how do we make this real? Right. Like Bane wasn't jacked up with yeah. venom or, uh, you know, Catwoman didn't really dress up like a cat, but she had these things that, you know, on her head that when they were propped up, they looked like cat ears and stuff. Or like the Joker wasn't a guy that yeah. fell into a vat of acid. And like, he was a dude that wore war paint. And he was a bit of a psychopath. Like, yeah. you know, like they took shit and they made it realistic. Like Ra's al Ghul wasn't a guy that lived forever. Ra's al Ghul was a title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. They pulled what they needed to make it right. And it got love, which was funny, too, like because it was hip and fresh and all that shit. Yeah. But and people love that. But I know what you're saying. Like, if you're trying to redo the comics, Adam West's Batman probably did it closer than what the Christopher Nolan ones did. Right. I love those Batmans. They try to like, uh, like sneak in like life lessons. I remember like I bought that. I yeah. have the Batman 66 on Blu-ray. Like I have the whole collection nice. and like, I, I used to get like stoned and watch a couple episodes cause it's the best. And then yeah. you, you, you watch them and there's like, I think it was in like the first episode where Batman has to go into a bar to do some investigating. So he's just at a bar dressed as Batman, super incognito apparently. Yeah. But like the doorman stops Robin because he's clearly a 15 year old boy. <laughs> and they're like, well, Robin, rules are the rules. So you're going to have awesome. to wait in the car. And this <laughs> is where like the bat dance happens where like, you got Adam West like doing like this yeah. shit. And then there's Robin watching this on the back computer in the Batmobile, just snapping along, yeah. loving it. And like because uh, Batman's on the job, Someone goes like, "Can I get you a drink?" He goes, "Well, I'm on duty right now. I'll have a milk." Yeah, <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but so awesome. Oh, it, it's absolutely wonderful. There's like one episode where Robin gets scolded for not wearing a seatbelt in the Batmobile, and it's like a real like stern talking to from Batman. It's just like, "Well, Robin, you're old enough now that one day you'll have a license and you'll be driving the Batmobile." And whether we were going. <laughs> across town or just around the corner you need to practice vehicle safety by always wearing your seatbelt and you're just like thanks batman (laughs) (laughs) definitely like a classic show that show will always always have a place in my heart that's for damn sure i fucking love it yeah it's one of those things it's nice to go back to oh for sure 
what I was saying to you about like the earlier about me having turned off the TV lately. Yeah. I always hit this point in the summer where I'm like, I don't want to be indoors. I don't want to be fucking inside. And so literally like I'll be outside. I have to be inside when I'm at work, unfortunately, but I tried to just be outside and I'm definitely in that mode right now. Like this weekend, last weekend, like we went to the farmer's market on Saturday and out in St. Albert. So mm-hmm. awesome. I just love being outside. It's yeah. so nice. Like the sun was bearing down on us all day. There was a guy playing a steel drum. There was other guys like a band that was playing you could walk up and kind of take a moment with, and it's just seeing live music, seeing people enjoying it. Like I love the farmer's market in general, getting fresh produce. I always got to get beef jerky. Every time oh, yeah. I go to the farmer's market, I always support my local beef jerky guys. Oh, that's the only place to get beef jerky. Fucking rights. The store over processed shit is good in a pinch. If you're on a road trip and you're like, you know, I want some fucking beef jerky. You got to find a head, go to the farmer's market the week before, get yourself set up. Uh, definitely uh, yeah i love like i love going to the farmer's markets in edmonton especially the what was the one on saturday the old strathcona one yeah it's one of my yeah, favorite there's times. so many there's yeah. so many and i love like just getting fresh stuff you know what i mean like you just yeah. can't get like can't get the same kind of shit if you're not at the farmer's market and you can get cool shit awesome. too, like like meats that you don't like know about trying like you'll like a good way to get bison or like or game meat at these farmer's markets right um, definitely like i i would do the thing because i lived on white ave so on saturdays i would go to the farmer's market and i would always try to make myself like something out of the fresh ingredients so like i'll go and like and it was like cheap because it was just like for me right it wasn't like uh you know yeah. i wasn't feeding like a family of four or, like or always go and get like uh you know someone's pickles or something like i always loved that shit there were some good ones in bc too like I, when i go back and think about it um some great ones uh that i got to experience. i enjoy like for me it's always seek out beef jerky get jam if i can get like i got saskatoon berry jam yesterday and i'm like that shit is delicious i haven't eaten it yet but i know it's delicious oh it's saskatoon berry unbelievable yeah um uncle larry uh took me to the byward market i think that's the one in toronto and um, they got like when I was staying there, they got bagels and they changed the game for me. So like I'm all about like I, I'm a bagel guy and I'll put some cream cheese on that. So you know what they do that change the game? Get a jalapeno What's jelly that? on top of the cream cheese on top of the bagel. And that is just a game changer of just deliciousness. You get a little sweet. Oh, I, I heat, love that little sweet with the heat. It's so good. And like yeah, I think it was either Uncle Larry or Auntie Amelia that just change the fucking game for me that's funny i've had that before and it's delicious on bagels we do that like at christmas time and we'll have it when we have big parties we'll have we'll take like a glass serving dish and fill the entire bottom with cream cheese and then either pour habanero jelly or jalapeno jelly on top of that and then have all different kinds of crackers and shit to dip into that and eat yeah it's always a crowd pleaser for sure i love that shit yeah it's always good um you were talking before about going to the casino. Like you go quite a bit. Like, what's your game? Are you like a craps guy? What's your game? Honestly, I don't go very often. If I'm gonna like, if I'm going and I'm gonna spend a hundred bucks and go to the casino, I'm gonna like take the time and actually have a night there. I want to play poker. That's yeah. what I want to play. But I like play, like I'll throw five. I'll go with fives because I'm cheap and I don't like losing money in machines because I feel like 
you could just spend your whole fucking life in one of those one arm bandits. Yeah. So I just I'll throw five bucks in, and if I get up to twenty, I'll take it out and continue on. If I lose it, I lose it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I don't. If I go to the casino and I'm like, I'm gonna spend fifty bucks tonight. I spend fifty bucks tonight. I'm okay. not like I don't have a problem in that sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like to play um, roulette. That's a fun one where you just pick your number. Yeah. You know, you take twenty bucks, they give you twenty chips, and you. It's pretty fun to play that. I always do fairly well, usually when I play that, but yeah, I, I don't, uh, I like to gamble. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking fun. I love mm-hmm. that rush of like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to win. But for me, it's not, uh, like I, I know how to limit myself and I don't go above that limit ever. What, what was your, what's your favorite, uh, sorry, what's the best you've ever done? Like you, like you went Probably in play- bucks and then what you come out with? Uh, I honestly, I've never like, I don't gamble enough to have an amazing story. I think the best is like, had a great night out left with an extra 40 bucks in my pocket. You know what I mean? Or 50 bucks. I mean, playing poker, I think the best I did ever was I won first place in a tournament, but it was a really low buy-in tournament. And I think Mm -hmm. I got 350 bucks for it, which is pretty fucking awesome for the buy-in at the time. I don't even remember maybe like a $50, $45 buy-in or even less than that 20. Yeah. It was a cheap one, but yeah, I mean, that was probably the best I did. Best I ever did at the Montreal casino was I turned 80 bucks into 680 bucks uh, playing craps. It was awesome. As soon as I got, like, as soon as I won an extra 80 bucks, I was playing with house money. So I like, I was having a time, so I started betting a little bit more wildly on the craps table. So it's a very complicated game to like explain over the Zoom, but like you kind of really got to watch the game to kind of understand it. So I started like betting on certain numbers, and I started betting on the hard ways that p- pay like four to one or five to one, and then I started like yeah. putting like, all right, well, let's put fifty bucks on a hard ten, and then the hard ten would come, and you're just like, that's like that's like two hundred dollars, like that's, that's fucking <laughs> that's nuts, sweet. and like. And then you're getting it. And then like a buddy of mine who was like, they all want to go play poker. And I like, I don't like, I get bored with poker ra- rather easily. Like it's like a t- thing. Like you, like you really got to commit to poker. And I, I, I don't have the attention span for it. It's like, I, like sure. the first like hour I'm into it. I'm trying to gamble and being strategic. Then like afterwards, like I don't give a fuck anymore. All in. I don't want to play. <laughs> I just, that happens to a lot of people with poker. Yeah. So, um, so I'm at the, craps table and my buddy sees me and he's like hi i go go the fuck away just go away i will talk to you when i'm done here i am on fire right now just go away and it was good and then like i made like a whole bunch of money and then i fucked off it was the best like honestly the best like i just i i've never i never did it again since (laughs) but like it was like uh when you're in the zone yeah there's nothing like being in the zone I've had those moments too where I call shit and it's like every time. I'm and then like, on. and then like you kind of like get in your head a bit like, oh man, I put 50. What if I put a hundred bucks down? Like, I, could uh, I, like, like, what if I did that? Like, and that's where like, you gotta like. For sure. That's where a lot of people have that problem. And I could see like, you see the people with the problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know a guy, I don't know him, but I, he's a friend of a friend of a friend, not even really a friend. He just knows the guy and told me the story of the guy, yeah. but every fucking payday he lives, he, he gets his paycheck, goes straight to the casino, blows it all. He lives in his truck, has nothing, has nothing to his name. And the guys that he works with, they like try to help feed him during the two weeks he's broke because he has no money. Fuck and he's just like, 
oh just when you see addicts like that and he's like there he's a nice guy they all like all the guys on the crew that work with him they like him so that's why they like they'll bring apple extra apples or extra sandwiches with him to work every day because they know that he's got nothing but and they like you can't talk to someone like that about how to fix they're just that's how he is he's like in his 50s lives in his like shitty truck has like a blanket and a pillow he sleeps in there with because he can't stop himself he wants to chase that dream where he's going to be rich one day and all he's got to do is hit that one big win and he's just never hit it and so he busts his ass works fucking 50 hours a week every week and then just goes straight back there and dumps it all down the drain fuck that breaks my heart man like you see it all the time and like the worst is like seeing like really rich people. Like I've seen this at the Montreal uh, Montreal Casino where I see these like really like you can tell they're rich and they're pumping hundred dollar bill after hundred dollar bill on the five dollar slot machines, and I lose my mind because like that money could fit so well in my pocket. Like if you want to lose a hundred bucks, like just give it to me. It's fine. Like sure. help me and I'll appreciate it. Yeah, like forever. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to watch that kind of shit. Yeah, and like it's just so I find beautiful. like in life when you meet like a lot of people in life, the value of money to them is a lot less than what it is to you. People that can blow fucking money like crazy. And you're like, I'm not that guy. I don't have that kind of fucking money. I have to work fucking hard for every penny I have. And I ain't fucking throwing it away on that shit. Yeah. Like people that live way outside your means is like, Holy fuck. (laughs) It's a weird thing to watch. Like I was talking to my buddy Jake about like, like watching people live on Instagram, like just like having that feed. And you like all it is is you're seeing someone live their best life. You're not seeing the hard times. So I go, well, what's wrong with that? Like, I guess it creates like a jealousy problem for a bunch of other people. But like in my version of it, it's just like, oh man, this is like a thing. It's cool that I'm doing. Like I, even in my own personal life, I don't share like the hard times and stuff. Like I'll keep that inside. Like, like I love having like seeing that like Instagram view of like fucking good on this person. They're doing that shit or good on this person. Like I posted a picture of me on the boat like that's me having a great day like it's not showing off it's just like me going like i'm really happy with the day i'm having hi yeah i find it weird like when people get jealous of other people's lives just because everyone's circumstances are different in life i'm definitely not one of those people that gets jealous of people but sometimes i'm like what the fuck are you doing and it's like an example like if i go into a clothing store and just looking like checking things out and you see a t-shirt and you're like oh that's a nice t-shirt you look at it it's like 580 dollars for that t-shirt you're like it's a fucking t-shirt what the fuck is happening right now that that bothers me a little bit who made that t-shirt kanye west like what the fuck yeah I saw that. Um, I saw a stupid thing years ago. Payless Shoes did. Yeah. They had like set up like a fake store, a posh store, and were charging people like twelve hundred dollars for their twenty nine dollar pair of shoes. It was a great video because these posh people came in and they were like, and then when they came out of the store, they gave them their money back and were like, actually, these wonderful shoes that you just thought you were—they're actually like twenty nine dollars. Like they're yeah. not twelve hundred dollars. You don't need to go to the twelve hundred dollars shoe store. You can just come to us and spend the thirty bucks and get the exact same product. You know what? I also love like I love that simple life. Like I do believe like a pair of jeans shouldn't cost more than like fifty bucks. Or I do believe like like I'll shop the sales because I do believe in like a quality. Like I like to wear like Levi's, yeah, like, stuff like that. But like, man, I. I I wouldn't pay full price for Levi's. Like I get, I get the, like those annoying emails, but I keep those emails because they tell me when they have a two for one sale. Or something. <laughs> those are clutch. So it's like, good I, to look nice, but it's shitty to like spend a fortune to do so. 
Well, you got to live within your means, man. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I, would, I would love to, like, have, like, the nicest clothes. But, like, you know, I I work for a living and other things are more important to me. Like, for sure. Like, so, like, me having, like, if it's the difference between, like, do I need to have a really nice car or do I have something that gets me from A to B that causes me minimal problems? Like, I don't need to have, like, an extra, like, $500 payment a month for things like Like, I love... I love easy and for sure I'm happy with what I have. And like, I work hard for what I have. Some things are more important to me. Like the difference between like having a nice time with friends versus like a 200 pair, $200 pair of jeans. I'd rather have the nice time with friends. It's the best thing to like invest. Oh, for in. sure. I definitely like to agree with you on what you're saying there, because I often like example, when we leave the casino and, you know, Crystal was like, Oh, I wish we could have like won. It would have been so awesome. And I like to always say, like, I we already won. We already won overall. You know, life's good. You know, you don't have everything you want. I wish sometimes that I could have like the huge mansion and the fancy car and all the money in the world to just live life. But at the end of the day, like I'm happy. You know what yeah. I mean? I have an amazing fiance, amazing friends, amazing family. You know, for the most part, everyone's healthy and happy. Got two wonderful dogs who I think the world of and they love me with. I am their world, you know, and I look at all the things that I already have achieved in life and things that I've already accomplished in life. I feel like I've won already. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need all the big fancy shit to be happy. No, I exactly. like it. I like having nice things. I like, you know, when cool things happen and when you win the big prize, but in a lot of ways, I've already won the big prize of life. Cause I'm, I'm to the core. I'm happy. You know, there's frustrations mm -hmm. in life and struggles in life, obviously, but I don't need fancy shiny things to make me happy ultimately. And that's fucking beautifully said, man. Like that, like, I think that's what like being happy is, is just looking at what you got and being like grateful for it and all that fun stuff. Yeah. It's hard to do sometimes when we're in the thick of life. Like I have my moments, don't get me wrong where I'm like, like any human depressed or unhappy or angry at life or whatever, you know, things get curveballs get thrown at you, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm happy. And so I, I can really be appreciative of those things. And life's a funny thing. Like we don't know how long we have on this planet. And I'm sad to see like a lot of people that aren't walking through life, feeling accomplished or feeling happy, or, you know, it's funny. I, like Joe Rogan, we both listen to him obviously sometimes, but I like when he says that, like, you see someone who's really fucked up or really hurt and you're like, they were a baby at some point, you know, and life treated them wrong and took them in a bad direction. And it's like, you just got to, take a step back sometimes and be like life can suck but at least we're still walking the planet we get to like the recipe that is life that brought us to be aware of our surroundings the odds of that happening are so slim to begin with so enjoy the ride as much yeah. as you can right no exactly I, exactly i couldn't agree with you anymore like it's all about finding joy and like the things that are happening now like what's the old john lennon saying life's uh life's what happening when you're making other plans like kind of thing yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i like those things life in hindsight is always 2022 like when you think you're in a bad time of your life and then you really go into a bad time of your life you're yeah. like fuck well, was you that the good you time that of my old life? bad time so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i have an interesting i want to like segue into the question of the day if you don't mind yeah by all means i have an interesting question for you so 
the idea behind us starting this podcast in a lot of ways was us getting to know each other. And mm-hmm. through that, like, obviously some of my friends have listened, some of your friends have listened. What do you think your friends think of me so far or the people like that, what they've learned of me only through this podcast? What do you think they think of me so far? What do you like? What do you think? I like, you know what I mean? It's an interesting question because I'm like, um, honest they, know answer, you, they don't know me. I'm, like my honest answer is, fuck he loves star trek like i think that's like <laughs> like i've heard that like i have a few friends that like do not give a fuck for star trek and you know i love it yeah. but like like i like when we had our first episode i had a friend come to me and go like you guys talked a lot about star trek i couldn't do it he's like you can fast forward he goes sorry man <laughs> um so like i think that's like the first thing but like I we've been like I've been hearing like how there's like similar things of like like how we have chemistry and like like just right off the bat where it's surprisingly surprising that we have such chemistry, right? Um, yeah. But that, no, like most of the feedback feedback I get is like really good. It's just like I can't believe you guys didn't know each other. But I think the honest answer is, holy fuck, he loves Star Trek. Like I really <laughs> think that is the honest to goodness answer of just like that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's like with doing this, you know, we ultimately it's two cousins sitting and having a conversation, getting to know each other and like yeah. comparing notes on life and all kinds of shit. But it's just in- interesting in that sense where we're like putting out a piece of ourselves out there and mm-hmm. how it gets perceived in a certain way. Because, you know, people don't have that have never met me or never seen me in person. Now, some might feel like they have an insight on who I am, you know yeah. what I mean, because of this. And it's like a small portion of we try to capture and we're learning each other and it's other people that are on the journey with us. It's the same thing with like people that know me and have never met you, you know, they're on this journey and they're kind of discovering like who Thomas sides is. And it's, it's an interesting journey, like for us to get to know each other, but also for our fans and people listening to have insights on us. Right. Yeah. Like my buddy Addy was telling me, cause he listens every week. He goes, there's stuff about you. I didn't even know. And then like, the cool thing is, is that like, cause I plan on moving again um like the cool thing is that like once you go away like i still have you for like an hour and a half every week of just hearing your goddamn nonsense like it's just <laughs> it's just you know i don't have the ability to tell you to shut up but it's like you know it, it's like this nice thing of just like you know even though i'm not around you can like still get your little thomas fix you know what i mean of just like here here's what i gotta say this week or all like or this is what's uh irking me or like this is what's amazing like like aside from this whole like chip thing i had like the best week like i honestly could not write a better week like this is probably like the highlight of my summer i mean uh like i had a good week of work uh because we got ahead at work i got to take friday off um to like tuesday i met a really cool uh cool girl and she's like awesome and we're at the getting to know you stage which is great are you allowed to say are you allowed to say her first name i I, i'm sure i can like her name is mel uh mel yeah melissa her middle name is also melanie and that makes me happy i won't say her last name yeah that makes me so happy now mel yeah i like it i I love it um i uh i was thinking about getting her her own ringtone Uh, like right now she has like the buffy theme because she told me she's like watching buffy right now which or nice. automatically made her like 10 times hotter to me her first oh. time watching well like again you got to keep in mind she's so she's 28 and yeah. i didn't watch buffy the first time around because i was like seven i couldn't appreciate it for sure but so, is this her first watch through uh, yeah it's her first watch through I'm that's exciting sure. lucky yeah. her 
yeah it's such a good show anyway so i made it the buffy theme but part of me wants to make a crash test dummies of the song mm, like because because <laughs> of all That's the m's funny. in her name i like it <laughs> I, <laughs> did you like my stupid uh singing thing pre-chip i was gonna ask I you i thought it was so funny <laughs> i i honestly I, I i don't think i gave you the like the proper response that you deserve via text i just had a lot going on this week but, oh yeah no for sure oh man that was and the fact that you're doing it at work like what the fuck are they paying you for <laughs> i was on break <laughs> i had a moment i was like you know what and I, I just i wasn't even gonna send it to you or fucking show you and i showed crystal and she was like you need to fucking post that you need to yeah. send, it, send it to thomas i was like well i gotta like make sure thomas is gonna be okay because like i sang about your butthole a little bit so i was yeah, like you, i should probably by the, by the way like you make it seem like i'm such a dictator with this podcast like you don't really have to run <laughs> things by me no it's just mutually like <laughs> yeah. i wouldn't want to fucking put you on the spot you wouldn't want we we discuss the shit to make sure we're not fucking with each other right oh yeah but that's also part of the fun like that cousinly love of just like like I don't mind like, yeah, my butthole probably will burn in like the, the coming days. But like, that's so fucking fun. Like, I got a kick out of it. And like, I, I think you got a lot of responses. Like, even Allison. Uh, yeah, that was cute. She, that she reached response. out and just said like how proud she is just to be related to us. And like, rightfully <laughs> so. We're fucking awesome. So, yeah, I, I was very. Yeah, I was like it. singing that in my head at work. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking record this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and you could have gone in so many directions of just like of like of the song hot like but i like the one you chose so you went with hot stuff and i i I like it yeah that was pretty fun (laughs) perfect yeah i can't help but like replace lyrics for songs sometimes with jingles in my head when things are happening in life it just comes out of me where i'm like yeah it'll be a new segment recording Uh, what we do and posting it online (laughs) <laughs> I, I literally do the exact same thing but it's like just for me if like i have a song in my head i will then improvise a whole song based on like a hit about what i'm fucking doing at that moment it's just i'm not a good singer so i don't like share it with everybody like i know yeah. that you got me to belt out a few tunes but like i'll, I'll like, that's for me and like being in the car or me in the shower like that is my time to shine <laughs> or if i've had a couple of libations i'll i'll hit up a karaoke stage but I, that's one of those things I'll need to be a little liquored up for. You know what I mean? I got to say like full public disclaimer. I'm a shit singer too. I'm a terrible fucking singer. Horrible. Like I can't sing worth a shit, but I don't give a fuck. It's fun yeah. and I like it. And if it makes a few people fucking smile and laugh along the way, yeah. I don't give a shit. You yeah. know what I mean? I know it's fun when I'm yeah. singing and shit. Uh, I, I used to, I used to care, like be like, Oh man, people are going to, but you know what? To some people, it might sound good. And that's just what singing is. So that's where I got to get. Like, I got to get to the I don't give a fuck point, like in the evening. So once I hit I don't give a fuck, then I can just go out and have a blast. But there's yeah. like that. I know how terrible I am. And I'm going to just give that to these people. Like I auditioned for Canadian Idol when I was 16, knowing full well that I was not going to make it. I just wanted to be on TV. And I thought that would be a fun thing. Like I skipped school. I got there at like 5 a.m. to sign up. Um, and then like they put you in these groupings and to sing in front of the producers. So you do like three rounds yeah. of producers, then you go to the main judges. And then the worst part of me was like my group of five, everyone took it seriously. Then I started to feel terrible because like for them, like this is their this shot. Is everything. Right? Like this is yeah. like, and there I am going, like, this is just a fun day. Like, I'm just happy to <laughs> <laughs> like I just sing like 
a song or two and we're going to have a fucking time. And like I had like a Slipknot shirt on. I sang Thriller. Uh, no, I sang Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. And then they're like, you need a second song. I went, uh, I had to like go through the catalog of just like what songs I knew. And then I went Lola by the Kinks. And like that was my other one. But like I can't sing for shit. But like you got like it was just fun. Like it was just dumb fun. And then like I spent the whole day just like watching all these people do these things. But it was just that one moment. Like they they put you through the the producers and like everyone else is serious and i'm just like teehee <laughs> this is gonna be funny and then everyone's just like you're a dick like they just get mad at you <laughs> that's understandable i suppose did you hear that there's a canada's got talent coming out yeah i saw that I, yeah unless someone wants a long-winded conversation about the mcu i don't think my talent's worth anything over there you never know <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't got much to do on stage other than like tell a bunch of funny shit and yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. I would give it a go like yeah. you did. I would go sing something be like, maybe, maybe the world's ready for it. Maybe they're not. But one day, yeah. one day they're going to be ready and I'm going to be a star, Thomas. Hey, William Hung had a career for like a year for being yeah. the world's worst singer. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't think I could quite hit that because there's some beauty that comes out of it. You know, it's yeah. the passion in my eyes that resonates to people. But anyways, oh, yeah, let's change sure. topics. Yeah, you're a real passionate <laughs> man. <laughs> anyway. Say what you will about Sean. Passionate man, though. <laughs> yeah, he's got some passion. That's yeah. for sure. Um, So I guess we got to get into the recommends of the week. Um, Before you do that. Okay. Kid Cudi, I listened to it and I, I enjoyed it. It was good yeah. background music. At first, I was like, it was a little wonky when I got into the first one. But by the time I made it through the first album of the three, I was like, pretty chill music. And he's a pretty good lyricist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I had it working. So I wasn't like 100% paying attention to the music. I had it like in my headphones, though, so I could hear it like in my brain. But yeah. I was focusing on other shit. And it was just like really chill music where I found myself kind of grooving on it. Oh, yeah, he does that, man. Any uh, songs, like, stick out? Like, do you have any favorites? I didn't, like, because I didn't see what songs were playing at the time because I just had it on, like, play the full album and album after album. But there was certain portions, like, in the first album, I think it was, like, the last, not the last song, but the two last songs I was really jiving on by the time I got into it. Um, The third album, I think, honestly, the first, I I think, was my favorite. And Mm -hmm. not that I didn't, like, like any of the others as much, but I... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was very chill music. Very, like, good to work to. Like, uh, there's a song on the third album. I can't remember the title of the song, but it has a snippet from Stand By Me. Like, that whole scene of, like, do you think I'll ever get out of this town? And, like, right. like that scene. And so I also, like, that was another thing to, like, give give to you because of, like, you know, you love that movie. And so, like, yeah. it was, like, in there. So I thought that you would, like, notice it. But there we are. It was good, you know, and I'm going to go back to like, like I said, I was working, so I'll probably have another Kid Cudi day at work and listen to it through again, because with music, sometimes you miss things or you're not picking up on it. But now now that I've got his kind of vibe down, I think I can go back and listen and I'll probably appreciate it more as I go. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Like he only grows more on you. Were you uh, so you're at work? I do recommend like if you're ever in the backyard chilling, you got some of the devil's oregano on you. You just spark that up and enjoy yeah yeah i could see that for sure yeah um so my recommends of the week it requires a 
quick question first. Do you have a friend with a boat? Yes, I do. And anyway, I have like um, Crystal's dad has a boat when we go out to the cabin. Yeah. There's sometimes boat rides involved. Does he ever, do you think he'll let you drive it? No, he's very, very stingent. Uh, he got Crystal to get her boat license so she could drive a boat and he still doesn't let her drive the boat. Because <laughs> my recommendation is going to be like, drive a boat. It's exhilarating. It is so much fun <laughs> to just hit the water and just fucking put it into high gear and just go. I like, can attest that it is fun because I have driven a boat before and yeah. it is like a hoot in water sports. Like what I really want to do is get a ski do because I've never mm-hmm. been on a ski do or ridden one that I think that would be the shit. A sea do or ski do? The one that's in the water. Okay. Sea do. Ski do is okay. the winter one, which are okay, equally yeah. as fun. Sea yeah. ski, sea ski. Maybe I'll say I said sea when I actually said ski. Maybe I'll say I said ski when I actually said sea. Yeah. I, I just mean the like the do. Can we just yeah. call it the do? Yeah. Winter <laughs> do or do summer do. do. <laughs> yeah. Winter do or summer do. Let's call it that. It sounds more yeah. fun. Tomato potato. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I fuck up words. I don't know if you've noticed this listening to the podcast. So like my enunciation will be wrong. And I'm like, I hear it as it's coming out. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's like I'm thinking too much while I'm talking or something. I don't, I don't fucking know. But I like, and you know what? When people are like, you said that wrong. I'm like, you know what? That's how I fucking say it now. So yeah. fuck you. This is, sorry, <laughs> man. You're going to have to take that up with tech support. That's just the way it is. Um, so like that was going to be my recommends of just like drive a boat because it's crazy. Um, yeah. So that kind of ruins what I was going to recommend to you this week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, let's see, what's something simple you can do? I got honestly, man, I don't ha- like I didn't have a backup plan, which I really should because like this whole thing of you driving a boat was really dependent on someone having a boat in your life and like the likely like it's just That's not true. A- yeah. So that was pretty ill prepared. Um, it's a really good recommends though. If I had someone who had a boat who would let me drive it, it would be yeah. a great recommends because then I could be like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I get to Actually, do this. I have a great dinner date recommends that I, I'm not sure if you gotten to go yet. Um, there's this great restaurant in Edmonton just off White Ave on like 99th or sorry, uh, no, I don't know. It's like right on like it's on the corner of like White Ave, like from the what's it called the that main strip that takes you into Edmonton. You got the Calgary trail and you got. Yeah. yeah I know a, what you're talking about. Okay. Um, gateway. Yeah. Gateway it's a corner of like gateway in, in white Ave and it's called meat and it's like a great barbecue joint. So if you okay. want to, so now that things are open up, like a great date night for you and crystal is uh, just like, you can like order the platter and just try everything and then take it home. Or like you can like order like some brisket, some sausages, some chicken, like all that. Or even go for breakfast. They have like a fried chicken and waffle that'll knock your fucking sauce off. And they have interesting. I'd like to check that out. And they have a bourbon menu. Like, like I know you're more of a whiskey girl than you are a bourbon. Like it seems that way. But if you enjoy some, yeah, I'll drink a bit of bourbon. They have like be all right. They have a bit of a. They have a decent bourbon menu, so it's like a really nice little spot. So if you're looking now that. Uh, you know, all the rules are a little more relaxed in the city of Edmonton. I really recommend going to meet. Have you been? Never, but I've heard of it. I've yeah. heard other people tell me about it, that it's like one to check off the list at some point because it's yeah. fucking delicious. And you might have even have told me about it at some point in it's, the past. It's entirely possible. Like, and it's not like overly expensive. Like it seems like fancy, but it's like 
uh, like the ratio to food to like quality of food to the price is just it's reasonable like i think for the two of you, you can probably like leave with like a hundred buck a hundred dollar bill or like maybe 150 depending on but it's depending on like how you do it so if you get like appies and then you're like well i want to try like everything yeah. like or you can just go with like simple meals it's not like like you can have yeah. a very like it's not gonna like you're not gonna break the bank on this kind of like date night so i yeah. really recommend player's choice out. yeah exactly yeah that sounds good yeah i'm interested in that i like meat who doesn't? And I think like one of the owners is this vegan, which makes me really happy because it means you're gonna have like meat in your life and just like not, you know, eat it. Like, you know what I mean? And the cool thing on their yeah, menu that's is, kind like, of hypocritical. I don't think it's hypocritical. I think it's just like huh. I think it's the perfect, it's the most beautiful thing in the world of just I don't believe in it, but I know people love it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, like your perspective on that. Yeah, it's, it's not funny. hypocritical, it's just I don't know. I know how to do a thing and I'm sharing it with the world. I just For don't sure. do that anymore. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Cool thing on their menu is like, you'll see how long things have been like smoked or, or like what goes into like the making of the food you're going to eat, which I think is really nice. Like you go like your brisket's been smoked for like six hours or like, you know, like you see what goes into the making of the food. So, and it's yeah, like, that's cool. Spot. Yeah. Very cool. I'd like to get into that shit someday myself smoking. I think that's every man's dream is to become like a meat smoker of sorts or like get really into grilling yeah. to the point where like it's an art form. And like, like that's part of the reason, like I really want to go to like the Southern States. Cause like from like Missouri, like Kentucky Agreed. and like, te- like Tennessee, like, like barbecue is on art form over there. For and, sure. it's just, and yeah, it's just a great time. I want to go to the Southern States as well for like fried chicken and grits just to yeah. eat like the real shit because what we get here to fried chicken of all the americans i know they're like <laughs> like even our kfc it's not as good as the kfc in the southern states because they're held to a higher standard if they like make shitty fried chicken they'll get burnt down from what i understand <laughs> That's, by all means uh probably i need to be around people who take their fried chicken seriously because i'd like to like try a legit like southern fried chicken like this is how we do it this is what it i'd love to put that in my mouth hole have you seen the movie chef by any chance with uh john favreau no no you should um it's this great it's this great story of like this guy who's like a gourmet chef at a really like prestigious restaurant in like new york or i think new york and like he goes toe to toe with a food critic and when he does that he ends up losing his job because the owner is like no man like make the food and like the food critic is just like you keep doing the same thing you've gotten lazy like you used to be like this amazing chef and now you're just doing the hits like come on man like i know you're better but it gets to like this emotional thing and then it like it's then it's the story then it becomes this like beautiful father-son story of i open up my own food truck and i'm taking it across the united states and it shows you like real food spots along the way of just their trip and it like Mm. it's one of those things that like really touches me like deep in like the cockles of my heart like it's just like a beautiful story i really recommend it like um uh john favreau robert downey jr is in it like there's just a bunch of like big cast i'm surprised i never heard of that one john leguizamo um just like it's a bunch of things like it's a great movie and then 
uh yeah it's just a, like a nice way like it, it, you'll kind of see the things that you want to experience like when you go to like the southern states when everything's cool again nice i i like that that's cool yeah man i really like that's my other like recommendation if you don't feel like going out for dinner <laughs> yeah we got some loose ones there for sure yeah i, I like it a couple options hey, man it's it's insane like what i was saying to you earlier about summer and that it's like a month left this is crunch time now i'm like next weekend i got plans the weekend after i got plans the weekend after like the next three weekends i'm yeah. like fucking booked solid it's intense well yeah but like like there's a lot of things to like enjoy still like um oh, yeah. cfl is coming back and i can't wait to start going to those games again like are you, I'm, gonna yeah. try, I'm gonna try and catch as many as i can because like not only are they affordable they're a great time like i had some of the best times like seeing the the edmonton now elks but formerly eskimos uh yeah. play like and even like they would put on great halftime shows like i saw sean paul and ludicrous and uh dnce play a halftime shows at three different games they were awesome yeah that's sick yeah. I, i'd like to go i like the last time i was thinking about it and i had to really dig deep to remember but the last time that i attended a cfl football game was when i was 13 years old Dude, 23 you go years again. ago yeah, you yeah, gotta I go need, again. It's time to go. Yeah, yeah. That those are just for the night out thing, like. And it's a great way to get into it. Like, like I'm a football fan through and through. Like, I'm wearing a Chicago Bears T-shirt right now because I'm a Bears fan. But like, yeah, uh, live sports. I can't wait. Now that that's back, I'm so stoked. Like, I um, now that I'm back in like Montreal, I'm gonna try and get some Alouettes games in. The Ottawa's just down the road. I want to go see the Red Blacks play. Like, I want to, like, there's shit I got to do. Like, uh, that's the stuff I'm looking forward to doing. For sure. Yeah, I like live sports, too. It's nothing yeah. like it. Baseball games, football games, like, yeah. when hockey comes back, like, I, I just love it. Actually, Sean is a huge, uh, our sorry, you're Sean. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Paul, our cousin, is a real baseball guy. So now the Blue Jays were coming back. I was like, hey, if the Blue Jays are back, what do you say we get a game? And then we looked at ticket prices and they're like, fuck no. Like, because of like because of COVID rules, <laughs> they're only like yeah. 15,000 people seats. allowed. Yeah, but the prices skyrocketed. Like, to, for like the worst seats in the house were like, for a pair was like 500 bucks. But then they got, but that got us talking to like, um, we don't necessarily have to go to toronto for a game yeah i was talking to him about maybe going to like chicago to go, go to wrigley field and i was looking at that ticket prices there their lowest ticket price is 15 bucks american holy shit like and it's like just to be there like in a legendary oh, stadium yeah. and like you can make a weekend out of it like the last weekend in september uh they're playing four games against the cardinals two back-to-back on friday and then saturday sunday uh matinee games and I went to Paul and like, fuck, this is a thing that we could do. Like I looked at, like, I still have like my Air Canada benefits. I'm like, we can make this happen, man. So I think that's going to be like my new thing of just like taking a, like, taking like a family member going on a trip and like, we're doing this this weekend. I, I think that's Yeah, that'd be cool. neat for sure. Then, then you and I can do one on the road somewhere. Like, hey, Sean, we're going to go to, you know, wherever the fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. Go to like a con in like St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, that'd be sick. Some backwoods fucking yeah. weirdo blast place. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, you just see someone you want to meet and they're only going there. Like, you'd be like, oh my God, fucking George Takei is going to be at the con at we're going. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Why not? Anything. Yeah. 
anything right, exactly. really. So yeah, like that's the kind of life I want to live of just like, like I want to go to this. Let's yeah, go adventure, to adventure land. I like it. Yeah, for sure, buddy. All right, my friend. Well, I think that kind of does it for Definitely. this episode. Um, honestly, I had a great week. I'm happy that we rounded. Uh, I, I, I'm very happy with how things went, even though like the filming of the chip didn't go my way. But fuck, it was a good week. So I'm happy with this. If you are. Yeah, definitely. Very right. good. Very good, sir. Maybe next time uh, you find a guy who pressed record. I think that's the moral of the story here. Anyway. Yeah. Don't trust anyone with a camera. I think that's the moral of the story. Do it, do it yourself. Um, <laughs> that for, so this has been Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Size. This has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Size. This has been the other side of the story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.